0: and we are live this is the wrap it up on blast raps post game show as always my name is Sheldon alexander in this episode of wrap it up it's brought to you by clean cuts barbershop 2013 danforth avenue in the east end of toronto clean cuts the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions go see skip and the crew as a wise man once said tell him that i sent ya Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto or give them a call 416-917-4833 to book your appointments now. Raptors fans, this is a great night. Great win for the Toronto Raptors as they pull out the victory 114-106 over the Portland Trail Blazers to improve to 3-1 on this, the most difficult road trip of the season. Raptors doing it without Kyle Lowry who's out with a thumb injury without OG Ananobi who's out with an eye injury without Serge Ibaka who's out with an ankle injury without Patrick McCaw who's out with the knee and the Raptors just did the job again pretty simple Fred Van Fleet Pascal Siakam doing the job and they're getting very key contributions from the bench that We thought the bench mob was dead. We didn't know where the bench mob would come from, but here we are. We're in a situation where night in, night out, you're getting key contributions from different people on the bench. Again, my name is Shell Alexander. Thank you guys for tuning in. Whether you are live on Twitter, at Shell Alexander, as we are live after each and every Toronto Raptors game on Twitter, at Shell Alexander, taking your comments and questions there, let me know what you think who balled out the most, who was a player of the game, whatever comments and questions you got about the game, want me to answer, want me to bring up on the show, we will do that there, again, that's on Twitter after every Raptors game, at Shell Alexander, same thing goes for Instagram, got another feed, going there, and that one we take questions and comments as well, the Instagram feed is at Sheldon Alexander, of course we know that it's late night, it's about 12.30 on the east coast right now, and... If you are, you know, you're tired, you just want to catch the beginning, see how hype people are, but go to bed. Don't worry. It's all right. We got you covered because this will be up as a podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and on YouTube. Like and subscribe, people. Tell your friends, rate us, all that fun stuff because this Raptors movement, it ain't dead. If anything, it's still bubbling. Still bubbling for sure. Again. Toronto Raptors are victorious against the Portland Trailblazers. And it's pretty funny because earlier today, um, (laughs) there was a tweet about how the Raptors were not practicing. And a fan happened to tweet that (laughs) the Raps don't need to practice. Something that didn't seem to please Dame Lillard, who quote tweeted that. (laughs) Yes, Dame Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers quote tweeted that tweet from a fan. Talking about how the Raptors don't need to practice. And Dame Lillard adding the emoji, the uh, thinking emoji. Is that it? The hand under the the chin with the eyebrow raised? Yeah. This is what it said. It was at, uh, Raptors don't even need to practice to beat the Blazers. Dame Lillard did not like that tweet. It's still there. It's still on his feed right now. The problem with this is if you're Dame Lillard and you're going to do that on social media, Can't really come out and get cooked by Fred Van Fleet and finish 2-for-12 for for 9 points. Again, Damian Lillard, 2-for-12 for for 9 points in this game. On the flip side, I mentioned Fred Van Fleet and Pascal Siakam. These are two guys that it's very simple if you look at the Toronto Raptors and what's happened over the past two years. These guys watched Vets, Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard, and learned under those guys. And the, the big thing that you get to see is what you need from your stars night in, night out. And I stated earlier, I think last podcast, I don't even care what the shooting numbers are because Fred and Pascal just got to get to 20 to 25 points with the Raptors being this short handed. And I said I don't care what the shooting numbers are, but tonight they were really, really good. <laughs> Fred Van Fleet, 10 of 16 for 30 points. I'm going to just say this one more time for emphasis, but Damian Lillard, highly touted as one of the best point guards in the NBA right now. Dame Lillard finished in this game 2-for-12 for for 9 points. Fred Van Fleet, 10-for-16 for for 30 points. Pascal Siakam finished for 36 points on 15-of-28 shooting. Why is that important that Pascal Siakam finished 15-for-28 shooting? well my friends that is because pascal siakam did not start off this game shooting well at all and when i say he did not start off this game shooting well at all i'm telling you that pascal siakam in the raptors struggling early i mean there are lots of people struggling early but pascal started this game five for 13 so for him to to turn that around and turn that into a positive game to where I think it really turned in the third quarter where the Raps, it was Pascal and Freddie, but if anything, Freddie really doing the job. He had 10 points in that third quarter, nine straight for Fred, a personal 9-0 run for the Raps in that third quarter, which was closed out by a sequence in which there are moments in this league where I say it all the time, there's levels to this shit, right? And Pascal Siakam looked at Mario Hazonia like four straight times to close the third quarter and just cooked him. He gave him the spin move right. Next time down the floor, gave him the spin move left. Next time down the floor, looked him in his face and splashed a three on his head top. That, to me, (laughs) that was a turning point in this game. It was just a third quarter where Freddie and Pascal decided, hey, we are going to take control of this game. We are going to show the rest of the guys that we're not worried that we're down, we're undermanned. We're still here and we're going to put up numbers. So if you guys just follow us, we got you. And maybe the bigger reason why the Raps won this game is because the people did follow. The bench did follow. And if you turn to last game, Chris Boucher was great off the bench. And that was a great sign for the Raptors. Boucher didn't have that good of a game tonight, but that's okay. Because what happened last game, transferring over to this game, is the emergence of Ronde Hollis Jefferson. I think the game that Nick Nurse has been playing, and I shouldn't say the game because it's not a game, but the way that Nick Nurse has handled this season is incredible because even tonight's game, right? OG goes down and Nick Nurse turns to Malcolm Miller to start. Not Ronde Hollis Jefferson, Malcolm Miller. And so Ronde. Who did a good job last game in not only guarding Kawhi and being just such a physical presence, but being super active, being on the glass, and, you know, just being dominating the paint. And now you transfer that to this game, and Ronde comes out and does the exact same thing that he did last game in the first half. He's playing tough defense on Dame Lillard on switches. He was, again, just being active in the paint. Rondé Hollis Jefferson finishing with 16 points and 11 rebounds in this game, and his points are just coming off of hustle. It's it's Sometimes basketball can be really, really simple, but the biggest thing that Rondé Hollis Jefferson has brought to this team with all the injuries is that with Serge Ibaka down, the Raptors have become kind of a finesse team, right? Like, there's not really someone that's like the paint presence, grabbing all the rebounds, getting like the dirty buckets, and Rondé's filled that void, and he's doing it undersized. I mean, he has the ability to one game be guarding Kawhi Leonard, then the other game having a chance to guard um, Dame Lillard at certain points, and that's just crazy versatility while also being a presence in the paint, grabbing rebounds, finishing off dimes from Freddie just Drives It's just a great performance and great to see from Rondé Hollis Jefferson, especially the way that we've seen this season go for him, in terms of he's had to fight for minutes and really earn his time. So Rondé as mentioned, finishes with 16 and 11. Also sticking with the bench, Terrence Davis. Terrence Davis gave the Raps a huge boost in the first half of this game. Freddie had it going. I mentioned Pascal was kind of slow with it, but Terrence Davis came into this game unscared and Nick Nurse I mean to be a first year head coach and win an NBA championship of course you're going to get a lot of credit for that and if you I feel like if you paid attention to the Raptors you know that Nick Nurse deserved obviously a lot of credit it wasn't just situation where he kind of came in and Kawhi carried him or whatever or he was living off of what Casey did it wasn't that like You've seen the changes in the way that the Raptors played, the Raptors' rotation, that you knew that Nick Nurse deserved a lot of credit for the job that he did with this team. But as you look at this season, (laughs) and you look at the early season drama, just in terms of all the injuries and the battle for minutes, and telling, you know, Rondé and Stanley Johnson that they gotta work harder on defense if they wanna play for this team, and seeing how that's gone... And now dealing with the injuries and having to play undrafted rookies, Matt Thomas and Terrence Davis, having to play Chris Boucher extended minutes, that's a lot. And there were moments in this game where there's lineups and I looked out on the court and I thought, I'm watching on my TV, obviously, and I looked out and the Raps had a lineup with Fred Van Fleet and Siakam both on the bench. I never thought I'd see that. Didn't think I would see that with all the Raptors injuries, and yet here we are in the first half. And Nick Nurse is like, no worries. He throws out Terrence Davis, Matt Thomas, Norman Powell, Chris Boucher, and Marc Gasol, and the raps stayed right in the game. And you buy minutes. There's so many things that that make that such a big deal. One, you're buying rest for your two stars that you need to ride in terms of Freddie and Pascal. Two, you're building confidence in those guys, throwing them out there and saying, hey, we trust you in this situation on the road to handle minutes without two of our best players in the lineup with all these injuries. That's a lot of confidence to give Terrence Davis in that moment. And Terrence Davis is not disappointed. Terrence Davis stepped up in that moment and banged in two threes just like, yep, it's good. We got it. And then even when Stanley Johnson, the next person to come in was Stanley Johnson, And they still played extended minutes without Pascal and Fred. And that is massive. And I got this note from Josh Lewenberg on Twitter. Again, I say this all the time. I said this a lot last year. And if you're new to the pod or, you know, you don't know, Josh Lewenberg is someone you should be following if you are a Raptors fan, which if you are, you probably already do, just in case. That's a follow for you. But Josh Lewenberg at the time pointed out, The Raptors got away with five and a half non-Siakam and Van Fleet minutes, but were actually plus four in that time. Terrence Davis had eight points in six minutes. Deserved a lot of credit for that. And Nick Nurse deserves a lot of credit for that, for trusting these dudes who, let's be serious, most Raptors fans don't even know who they are. Didn't even know who they are coming into this season. Terrence Davis, man, continues to be such a great story. At joining just so many other good stories on this team. And that's what makes this team so fun to root for. And that's what I was talking about a couple nights ago where you want to root for this team. You have so many guys who are just great stories. And, you know, that makes it so much, interest, so much more interesting as a fan because it's win or lose. You know these guys are leaving it all out there. And it's not going to be, even if they lose, it's not going to be a lack of effort. And I know that you shouldn't call out professional athletes for their effort that's not what I'm trying to do here but my point is more so when you look at the Toronto Raptors team and you look at their roster and you say no Kyle no Serge no, like you're talking about you're missing four of your regular rotation guys how many teams in the NBA can be missing four of their regular rotation guys and go out there and be three on three and one on a, on their current trip the toughest west coast trip there is in terms of going from Lakers to Clippers on back-to-backs and then heading to Portland. Raps are 3-1. and It's insane. And the job that everyone is doing is so good right now, and I'm stressing, guys, to enjoy it. Because I'm not... (laughs) If you follow the pod, you know from last year, the waves, there's waves of the season, right? So what's happening now, all I'm stressing is to enjoy it. Because at the end of the day... I don't know what's going to happen a month from now. I don't know when Kyle's coming back. Not sure when Serge's coming back. Not sure when OG's coming back. Don't know. Can Terrence Davis keep this up? I don't know. Can Boucher keep this up? Who knows? Will Pascal continue to be scoring at this crazy clip? Who knows? But ride the wave and enjoy it. Because I'm I seeing a lot of comments here. People are talking about Nick Nurse Coach of the Year. People are talking about, you know trying to still prove stuff to the U.S. media, which I don't know why that matters after you won the NBA championship. But hey, I don't know. Um, Just enjoy the ride. And I know I'm gonna start the comments or I'm gonna say the comment before I actually read it because I know there's gotta be some in here. But I'm stunned at how the Raptors have performed, not because of the effort, just because you're getting such consistent minutes. It's somebody popping off from the bench. And you know, there might be a lot of people that thought the Toronto Raptors wouldn't fall off this year, right? Losing Kawhi Leonard, losing Danny Green. There might've been a lot of people that might've told you that the Raps wouldn't fall off this year. I was not one of them, but my point is there's nobody that's going to say they seen this coming with the Raptors losing all these dudes and still being able to maintain. I'm, I hesitate to, 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 be able to point or find the person that would have seen this coming with the Raptors losing four rotation players and getting huge contributions one night or back-to-back nights in LA from Chris Boucher and then follow that up from big games from Rondé Hollis Jefferson and Terrence Davis (laughs) find me that person but I mean other than Nick Nurse or anyone else in the room but I mean let's be serious just enjoy this ride because this is great it's great And the other thing that makes this even crazier was even if you did think this, (laughs) you'd probably have thought, okay, well, those guys go down. You'll probably get more scoring from Marc Gasol. Nah, not really. Marc Gasol, three for 10, nine points. You probably would have thought, okay, with those guys down, you're going to get more scoring from Norm. Norm actually went 0 for 6 in this game with two points. And that's what I mean in terms of how great it is to enjoy the ride and like You know, enjoy these games as they come along because what happens nowadays, especially in this breakdown of everything, every single day, everything turns into a a screaming match trying to prove that, like, I'm right, you're wrong, I say this, you said that, and it's like, watching this team is so much fun, and that's where I'm at with this team. I'm enjoying the ride, enjoying the fact that you're getting to root for these dudes who are just proving... The age-old adage that everyone's coach or everyone's teacher or everyone's parents <laughs> told them at a very young age, and that's hard work wins always. And that's a great it's a great lesson. And it's a great spot to be at. Uh, let's get to some comments here, though, because as always, this is the Wrap It Up Podcast. And one of the main things we try to do is take your comments and questions because this is your post-game show. We want to hear from you, as I've stated from the very beginning of this podcast last year, the goal with this was to take my group texts and bring that to the masses and we've done that night in night out and part of that is taking your comments. So let's get to that right now on Twitter. Kev Batista says raps are feasting so far this season. It's it's crazy and the one thing I will say that I'll stand by and the raps are proving it from the start of the year. One of the things I believed in was that the Raptors would be in a lot of games, meaning they would have a chance to win a lot of games because they play defense. And they've done that again this year. We've seen that shine through. And the biggest thing I was worried about was what happens in winning time. Who do the Raps turn to in winning time? And in this game tonight, it was Pascal and Freddie. They had it cooking the whole way through. But The defense, that's where it all starts for the Toronto Raptors. And they continue the trend again as they continue to lead the league in opponents' field goal percentage. And tonight they hold a high-powered offense. When you think of a perimeter of Lillard, McCollum, and Rodney Hood, they hold that trio, you know, including that trio, but they hold the Portland Trail Blazers to what? I want to say it was 39% from the floor. That's a great number. That's a solid number. 39.6% from the floor is what Portland shot in this game. And again, I'm going to point out the fact that Dame Lillard, one of the best point guards in this lead, a dude who came into this game averaging over 30 points a night, finished with 9 points. That's back-to-back nights where the Raps have slowed down. The, I mean, if you look at it, LeBron only scored 13. Kawhi went 2 for 11. That's three straight games where the Raps have slowed down star players. Like, those are three Western Conference All-Stars. So, again, LeBron, I'm pretty sure LeBron finished with 13 points. You got Kawhi Leonard, who went two for 11, and Dame Lillard, who went two for 12. That's three straight games for the Toronto Raptors defense, shutting down star players. That's incredible. And if you do that night in, night out, you're going to be in a position to win, and... Right now, closing time has been a thing. No problems at all. Mainly because of this dude. As Jeff Berg brings up, Jeff Berg on Twitter says, Fred is going to get paid. <laughs> also says, bye-bye, Giannis, who needs him. <laughs> that might be going a little far, but the point remains. Fred Van Fleet, I asked Freddie. I was wondering, is Freddie hurt? Is Freddie banged up? Because he had a run there where he wasn't shooting the ball well and Fred Van Fleet has answered in his last two games, where Freddie, as mentioned tonight, 10 of 16 shooting from Fred Van Fleet in this game, and then Fred Van Fleet the night before in LA also did the job, where Freddie put up 14 points in that game, but the shooting numbers were a bit better, but you go to the Lakers game, and Freddie's there too, it's just better shooting performances I feel like he's more under control and he's just he's doing the job of what Kyle Lowry was doing like after Kyle Lowry went down you can see Freddie knows that he has to score more he has to get shots up and two of his last three games you're looking at Fred Van Fleet against the Lakers went eight of 18 from the floor six of 20 against the Clippers which isn't as good but hey you 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 need him to shoot those shots and then tonight, as mentioned, 10 of 16. Fred Van Fleet, if he continues this, yes, he will be getting paid. Raptor Homer on Twitter says, "Rondé Hollis Jefferson is such a revelation, JYD 3.0. Uh, I think he's way more skilled than, uh, than JYD, but it remains, it's hustle. And in this NBA, that will get you very far. And as we know, as we know, Nick Nurse says the way to get minutes on this Raptors team is to play defense. Uh, let's see what else is going on here. Uh, more comments here. Chris Manik says that Chris Mannix has said that he's driving the Pascal MVP bus. <laughs> I'm still saying it's too early for that. We're like, I mean, if we're talking early season MVPs, for sure he's in the race. Um, Giannis' numbers are still disgusting. James Harden's numbers are still disgusting, Uh, but if you're talking another back-to-back MIPs, is that possible? Sure, we could be talking about that, but yeah, at this stage, I mean, James Harden put up what, another 40-piece tonight, and Giannis' stat lines the last week or so have just been out of this world. Is Pascal in the discussion? Sure, but again, we're talking what, 11 games into the season? Just gonna enjoy the ride. Just gonna enjoy the ride. Uh, Let's see, more comments here. (laughs) This is pretty simple. Just says, defense on defense on defense. (laughs) Totally true. Can't deny that. As I switch over to the Instagram feed. uh, This is an interesting comment. Pastor Wesley checks in and says, 2004 Pistons vibes. It's an interesting comparison, just because that team, you know, they had solid players, but it was done with a gritty... Defensive minded type squad and a very like united team front, right? Like there wasn't this, the superstar, but Chauncey was kind of the leader, the Pitbull, which I've always made the Chauncey Kyle Lowry comparisons, right? But it's great to see the Raptors off to this great start and how they're doing it is so fun to watch. I'm scrolling right now to the top of the Instagram feed because there's so many comments and I always try to get to them all, but there's so many, so I apologize ahead of time if I miss your comment. But DVAD says, DVAD59 says, well, a true fan only needs to be impressed with this team. It's true. Uh, Ragul says, what would Siakam's trade value if there was a trade for Siakam, what kind of re- return could Toronto get? It's a hypothetical question. You know what? It's a hypothetical question that nobody wants to talk about because ain't nobody in Toronto trying to trade Pascal Siakam. So even though I know it's a hypothetical question, nah, not going there. Uh, Glow Girl Smile says, "Won three out of four on the road. Who would have thought? Hope we get them in Dallas too." That's a great point. This uh, I can't stress this enough. So, cool, the win in New Orleans, it's the Pelicans, right? We know the Pelicans aren't serious about life right now, so you take that dub, cool. After Kyle and Serge went down, I'm always here to be straight up and honest with whatever I say at the time, I'm not hiding behind anything I said. And when they, when uh, Serge and Kyle Lowry get down, I sat right here in this spot I said I would be I'll take any other win that the Raptors get on this trip without those two guys any other win so to sit here heading into the last game of the five-game trip and say that the Raps are three and one wow I'm impressed I'm surprised I'm impressed slow clap to Nick Nurse and company and you know what I'm a I'm gonna do it DJ Raymond he says, what a time to be alive with the smiley face. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm not mad at all. That's great. That is outstanding. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> a lot of people talking down, saying the Siakum trade talks. Why are we talking about that? I'm not. <laughs> so funny. Len says, I'm officially in love with Rondé. Love his hustle. It's easy to love that hustle, Right. Hustle is free. Everybody could hustle, but not everyone does it. So when you see it, especially in the NBA, and that possession late where Rondé got the back-to-back offensive rebounds, and my guy's diving on the floor, ripping it away from the defender, finding Siakam to ice it, who's not going to cheer for that? How is Nick Nurse not going to play you after that? It's an incredible scene, incredible sight to see. It's so good. Uh, More comments here uh, Dios Mom says, loving our bench guys, RHJ is really becoming the new Raps Junkyard dog, you know what, let him be Rondé Hollis Jefferson, don't put the JYD stuff on him, just let him be Rondé, I'm saying that because I have, like, JYD is a sore spot with me in terms of, like, old school Raptors, that got." Asked a little too much for what they actually did. <laughs> I'm just going to let Rondé be Rondé. How about that? Uh, let's see what else is going on here on Instagram. So many questions. Fred Van Fleet is the anchor. Siakam, Shimmy, and Shaken. Hollis Jefferson and TD. Two great defense and contributions. And Gasol playing well angry. Mark Gasol. I know everyone always focuses on Mark Gasol's scoring. And I... I say this all the time because I hate the fact that Marc Gasol only, like his points only come from if he's shooting threes, and I if he's making threes, sorry, and I hate that. Because I just think that he has so many, like he can do so many more things like post-wise, whether it's picking rolls, whether it's getting the ball in the post. There's so many other things that Marc Gasol can do, right? But even with that, and even with the numbers not being where most people want his scoring numbers to be i stand by the fact that if you really watch the game and pay attention to all the little things that this guy does like there's a great play even jack was pointing it out where there's a rebound and gasol jumps but taps it to freddie and in stride freddie starts a fast break going the other way you know just a great screens that he sets to get freddie open just the backdoor cuts, he's always looking for cutters. Like the little things that he does is such a great fit for this Raptors team. And I know we'd like to see him shoot a better percentage. we like to see him get more points and rebounds and, you know, have the classic lines that you think of when you think of what a big man is supposed to do. You want to see him get 20 and 10 or 15 and 10 or whatever. But at this stage of his career, it's not that. And his value comes in his smarts. And I know we saw that at its max potential last year in the playoffs, but you're still seeing that now. And even though he's soaking up 35 minutes, which is a lot of minutes for Marc Gasol at this stage of his career, he's still doing so much and is such a presence for this team. And I didn't even mention the defensive end, where my guy somehow is getting blocks, somehow just like stands there. He had four blocks in this game, Marc Gasol did. Four blocks and he can't jump, (laughs) that's incredible, the Toronto Raptors man, enjoy this ride folks, and hopefully, you know what, I hope they go out in Dallas, against Luka Doncic, who's probably also in that MVP conversation, I hope they go out there and get a win, but either way, slow clap for the Toronto Raptors team, for what they've been able to accomplish on this road trip, because it's been incredible. A couple last few comments before we wrap things up here. Uh, Len says, I love how Nurse's plan of shutting down the stars and forcing the role players to close out the game is paying off. Hood couldn't close the game for them. It's a great point and great observation there by Len, and it follows into what's one of the themes we always talk about on the pod. There's levels to this shit. It's one thing to be banging in threes early in the game as Rodney Hood was, but when crunch time comes... The other theme is, what happens in winning time? Do you want the smoke in winning time? And Ronnie Hood was cooking in the third quarter. Ronnie Hood was balling. Him and Fred were going back and forth in that third quarter. Ronnie Hood kept them in the game. Ronnie Hood had 14 points in the third quarter. He was 6-for-6 in the third, or sorry. Yeah, he had 14 points in the third quarter, started out 6-for-6 in that third, and really kept Portland close while Dame Lillard still wasn't doing much. But then when it comes down to crunch time, where was Rodney Hood? Notice I went silent, because Rodney Hood was nowhere to be found. But what do you do in winning time? It's crazy. Alex checks in and says, the Raps are dogs, man. Lowry and Abaka, two of the best offensive players on the team, and still shut down Kawhi in one game, and Dame in the next. It's It's crazy to see. It is crazy to see. I love Freddie, just cooking Dame Lillard. Like make no buts about it. I'm not saying, I'm not out here making a leap or trying to say that Fred is better than Dame Lillard. I'm not saying that. But for one night, Dame got cooked by Fred Van Vleet. Again, Toronto Raptors win 114 to 106 in Portland against the Blazers to improve to eight and three on the season. And three and one on this West Coast road trip. Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet leading the way. Freddy with 30 points on 10 of 16 shooting. Pascal 36 points, 15 of 28 shooting, four of seven from three for Pascal, four of six from three for Fred. With those shooting numbers, it is tough to lose to anybody if your top two guys are cooked like that. On the flip side. If your top guy goes two for 12 for nine points, chances are you're probably going to lose. And the Blazers are in trouble. They got to do something. I mean, I don't know what they were thinking training for Hassan Whiteside. Mind you, Whiteside probably wasn't a massive problem for them. He was probably a, a bright spot, especially early. But if your plan was to bring in Hassan Whiteside to maintain your Western Conference Finals appearance, yeah, they probably got to be close to making a move in Portland to do something go get Kevin Love go do like you got to do something if you're Portland or else your season's going down the tubes because um back-to-back games they just come off a loss where they lost to the Sacramento Kings without De'Aaron Fox and without Marvin Bagley that's unacceptable and now if you're Portland and you're looking at this Raptors team you can't lose to the Raptors team. If you're Portland and telling me that you ha- you have aspirations of making the Western Conference Finals, you can't lose to the Raptors without them having four of their rotation players. And another interesting twist to watching the Portland Trailblazers, Portland Trailblazers might be a lesson in what the Toronto Raptors could have been. What I mean by that is Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum Eerie vibes of Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan in terms of having two stars that are all-star caliber players, you know, depending on the year, both of them might be able to get in depending on conference strength and all that fun stuff. In terms of two guards leading their teams, being the, the, the key cogs of the offense and being the core and making playoff appearances year in, year out, but not really getting over the hump. And I know Portland made the Western Conference Finals last season. Cool. If you remember, the Raptors and Demar made the Western, made the Eastern Conference Finals one season. But the difference is Masai Ujiri eventually rolled the dice and realized that he needed to get over the hump and make a move. And he did that. Got Kawhi Leonard, and the Raps won a championship. The Blazers keep rolling out the same core and trying to. Tinker with their supporting cast. And it looks like they're about to hit the downturn. While the Raptors, because of a lot of reasons. I mean, A, coming off a championship. But B, still having the organizational depth to continue to produce these young cats. That are coming through and contributing. If the Raps are at the same level as the Blazers. That's an L for the Blazers. But I'm just saying, it's a cautionary tale of the Blazers. What can happen when you have a core and you don't really maximize what is going on with your core. But hey, why focus on Portland? We can focus on the Toronto Raptors. Another win. Thank you guys for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Guys and gals, really appreciate the love on this. A late night Wednesday, early morning Wednesday, I guess, on the East Coast. Raptors win again, 114-106. Again, my name is Sheldon Alexander. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for all the comments that were sent on Twitter at shell alexander and on instagram at sheldon alexander and of course thanks guys like and subscribe to the podcast on itunes soundcloud google play and on youtube and really appreciate you guys (laughs) i'm not even gonna acknowledge so i just saw a comment that i'm not even gonna acknowledge but anyways really appreciate you guys tuning in because i really used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this this is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps, post-game show, as always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, see ya. Um, blast.